Shalom. In this week's Parsha, Parsha has told us, we know that Rivka was pregnant with the twins, Yaakov and Esav, and the Pasuk says, And the two, the two boys, literally it means, clashed within her. And now she cites the Midrash that says whenever she passed the entrances to the house of study of Eivir, Yaakov struggled to exit. Meaning whenever she passed through a, a place of Torah, Yaakov struggled to exit. And whenever she passed the entrance to the house of idol worship, Esav struggled to exit. Now, there's several questions I want to raise with you, and I think there's one idea here that solves all these problems. Question number one on this Midrash specifically is that it, at first sight, goes against where over there, Rebbe, at the end of the argument with Antoninus from the Romans, he agreed to him because they had an argument when Yetzirah, the evil inclination, comes into play. Is it from the time of conception or is, or is it at the time of birth? And Rebbe agreed to Antoninus that it must be at the time of birth. But if so, that's against this Midrash, because this Midrash seems to be saying that the evil inclination, meaning Esav wanting to jump to to be in uh, Voidazara, the house, the house of idol worship, was already before he was born. That's question number one. Question number two, even a stronger question, isn't this Midrash against the most fundamental Yesoid in Yiddishkeit, which is that we have freedom of will to choose to go in the ways of Hashem? So how can it be that over here we see there wasn't really a self's choice at first glance to be to, to, to be a Rasha, a wicked person, because already before he was born he was already had this inclination to jump to Avoy Question number three is there's a contradiction in the Rambam. In one place, Hilchos Deus, it says that people do have this character trait that some are more merciful, some... That is their nature. Hashem made them that way. Some are more merciful, some are more angry, some are more cruel, etc. However, in Hilchos Tshuva Perikei, it says something else which seems to contradict what he said before. Over there, in a nutshell, it says that the personality traits do not cause a person to be more merciful or cruel, more righteous or more wicked. And the whole idea is that the pchira, the, the choice of what type of person to be, is Hashem gave that to the person to decide. So how does those two stand together? How do they go together? And finally, another Gemara goes against, is the Gemara Nida Daftetzayinamudalef, that it seems to also say that Oishel, being rich and being strong and um, being smart, all those is already determined in the time of conception. And the only thing that's not determined at that time is if a person will be righteous or wicked. That's Adiko Asha, meaning that is that is all dependent on the person himself. But that again seems to contradict this Midrash that Rashi is quoting. So, the one idea that will be the heart of the answer that will answer all these questions is the following. We know that every person have has a different combination of character traits. 
which is dependent on several factors that Kaddish Puhu put in the world, be it spiritual entities, powers of spirit, spiritual powers, or others, or the environment in this in which he lives. But more so, when a person is born, there's many factors that are playing to affect the certain neshama per person. And it says in the Gemara, everyone's character traits are different. No two are the same. However, it's important to note that there isn't such a thing as a trait that's inherently good or inherently bad. Meaning, in a nutshell, they're parv. They're parv. They're neutral. It's all a matter of how we use these character traits that HaKadosh Baruch gives us. Yes, a person does have a tendency to a certain character trait more to than another character trait. However, it is all based on how he uses that trait that HaKadosh Baruch gave him, that characteristic. How does he use it? Is it used for Avodah Hashem or not? For example, even the trait of anger can be used. There are some responses that do require anger. That that's on Hashem. Hashem's will is for us to use anger to respond to certain, in certain situations. But we have to know when to use that and how to use that and how not to use that, and when not to use that. And that, indeed, is in our hands. An example is that the Gemara, to further explain this, the Gemara says specifically that some people have a tendency of blood. But what do they do with that? Do they, become, they can become a moel, they can become a surgeon, they can become a murderer, or they can become a shoichet. So you see that this is the same type of an idea. However, the question still begs itself that one can cannot turn a blind eye to the fact that there is some sort of correlation that some character traits are way predetermined to be correlated more with with uh, characteristics that of, a, of a righteous person. For example, to be calm is associated a lot more with being a tzaddik, a righteous person, as opposed to to someone that's more inclined to anger. It's a lot easier to become a wicked person with that trait. So there's still something that seems, on the surface, unfair. To that, it's important to note three different Nakudas over here. First of all, there's no way that every person, there, there's a person out there that has only the good, the righteousness-inclined traits. Everyone has a combination, everyone has from both. Second of all, of course, that's also calculated by Kaddish Bohu when deciding what level a person reached which is, by the way, the obvious reason one cannot judge anyone else, because you don't know exactly where he's holding on the character traits level of what he got. It could be that for one person that just looks like a normal Jew, simple Jew, he's way higher than anyone else, because he has a lot of uh, a lot of these character traits that are inclined for like anger and stuff like that, that are seems to be inclined to pull him more to a wicked side than to a righteous side, and yet he stays normal and average, and that's way harder, way, hard, way harder to do. And the third, which is similar to the second Nakuda, is that the Vilna Gon says that Hashem judges each individual in relation to his specific nature. And the third Nakuda, the last two are the same really, the third Nakuda is that Hashem takes into consideration all these natural inclinations that a person has in determining the situations he will be faced with in life. Now, having said this idea, this yesoid, now we can try to understand all the, the resolutions to all the questions we asked. Question number one was, what's pshat in the midrash? The midrash seems to go 
against the whole idea of freedom of choice to go in the ways of Hashem. Because you see, Esav already jumped to go to Avodah The answer to that is, Esav, yes, he did have the inclination to the physical world. And it didn't say that he wanted to be Oyved Avodah to worship the idols. He wanted to jump to that, to be with those people. Why? Because he had the inclination to the physical world, which is true. Whereas Yaakov had the natural inclination to be more spiritual. Both had the potential to reach the same level, in each in his own world. In fact, that was the whole idea. Esav was determined, or destined really, one should say, had the potential to be someone like a, a king, someone that goes out to war, because you need those physical powers as well. And Yaakov was for the spiritual leader of, of Am Yisrael. With we continue to answer all the other questions. Anything we saw that uh, indeed only the Yetzirah comes when the person is born. But already from conception, as the Gemara states, a person has these inclinations, the character traits. That is true. A person gets that. That also resolves the contradictions in the Rambam. In one place, he's talking about, in Hilchos Deus, he's talking about the natural inclined character traits a person gets and that some people can have a tendency to be more merciful and some less some more angry some less but to become a righteous person that depends how you use the traits you got that's in Hilchos Tshuva that everything is only up to you and no one else Kodesh Bukhu leaves those keys in your hands in your hands alone that will also resolve the problem we had from uh, the Gemara Nida which states clearly that wealth, strength and intelligence are conception but that's true that's also maybe that's also all kinds of parameters a person will have in the world during his his life that's similar to the level of the natural inclined uh, character traits these are other uh, tools Hashem will decide you'll have but what, whether one will be righteous or wicked yes that's not decreed at all now with this idea we can answer other questions that come up for instance what was Yitzchak thinking that he wanted to give the blood. He wanted, as we know, that the story goes that Yitzhak planned to give all the blessings to Esav and Yaakov in a way stole them rightfully. And the question is, what was Yitzhak thinking? Didn't he see Esav was going off, was being becoming a wicked person? And it should have been obvious. We'll add to this question because Esav, as Rashi explains, he didn't say. When he didn't say Hashem's name, he didn't say Bo Hashem, thanks to Hashem. Only Yaakov spoke like that. So Yitzchak surely should have known what's happening. And the answer to that is that no, Yitzchak didn't see that because he really believed that Esav was doing his job. He is supposed to be the physical leader of Am Yisrael. And the combination of him and Yaakov Avinu together should have been a powerhouse and indeed had the potential to be a powerhouse. Where Esau would do the role of like what Shevet Yudah is. Shevet Yudah is the Shevet that has the kings and they go out to war. And that's why Esau didn't want to get used to saying Hashem's name because he'll be faced in life in many situations that he won't be able to say Hashem's name. So he didn't want to get used to it. And that's what Yitzchak was thinking. Especially because Esau was always tricking him and asking him all kinds of questions halachically what to do even though he didn't really care whereas 
So Yitzchak thought that ya- Yaakov didn't really need the blessings because he was doing his spiritual role, just like the Shevet Levi, who has the Kohen Gadol coming from them. They were the spiritual leaders. So we have the spiritual leaders, Yaakov, and the physical leaders going to war, and which which would should have been done by Esav. And that's what Yaakov thought. And hence Yaakov, uh, sorry, that's what Yitzchak thought. And hence Yitzchak thought it was a lot more fitting that the person that will get the blessings will be Esau because he's the one that's out in the war field and the battlefield and he needs the blessings especially if you look in the nature of the blessings they're all about physical ideas it's only Rivka that you realize that it's, there's no choice by Yaakov Avinu will have to take both roles because Esau was not doing his uh, he's not standing up to his potential and what he needed to do we'll end with one idea that in the future we see that there was a partnership like that that worked and that Funnily enough, is are the descendants of Yaakov, who's Rebbe, and the descendants of Esav, who's Edom, who's Rome, is Antoninus. And indeed, the Gemara, Nevoidazah, Dafyudalef, and also later on, and it's actually hinted to in this week's Parsha, where it says, Shnei Goim Bebitnech, two, there's two nations in your, in your womb, to Rivka, that's what they told her, and the Gemara Darshins that it, Al Tichi Goim Ela Geim, and it continues to say, this is Rebbe and Antoninus that are going to come from each one. Rebbe came from Yaakov and Antoninus came from Esav. And indeed, they were very close and they were a powerhouse together because Rebbe was the spiritual leader at the time and Antoninus was the physical leader and they helped each other. Rebbe was teaching him all kinds of things and Antoninus helped him, he gave him gold and he helped him sustain the spiritual life. What can we take out of this? Yiratzon that we take out of this, everyone should realize what his natural inclinations are, for good or for bad, and he should channel them the right way. And in general, pe- people should take time out in their hectic lifestyle that we all live, especially in this generation, to think on what midas, what character traits do I need to work on, and how can I channel them to ensure I do my best to maximize my potential. Good job.